0: We're happy to have you. We're talking with Khalifa Sané, author of Major Labels, A History of Popular Music in Seven Genres. And we could tick off the genres, but you could have written a book about any one of them, correct? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're talking about some big territory here.
1: Yeah, it's, it, was, it was not a happy day when I had to sit down at my computer with an empty Google Doc and write, Chapter One, Rock and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, how about, what can we start with? <clears throat> but, you know, you
0: let's just take rock and roll for, for a quick sure. minute. I want—I don't know that we'll get through every genre, but it's fascinating. I think you have probably got this already from people. Uh, they hear and see what they want to hear and see. In other words, right. if you're somebody who's always listening to a certain kind of music, that's what you're going to get um, right. questions on uh, for you.
1: But on rock. And- go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, to me, that's that's the fun is is writing writing a book that hopefully is fun to read and has stories people haven't heard before. And to someone who's never listened to rock and roll or just just doesn't spend time in it, explain how the term rock and roll, what it means in the 70s and how that's different from how people perceive it in the 80s and and what happens when Nirvana hits like the big picture stuff. right? Right. And then the fun is also to zoom in a little bit and say, like, well, what happened in the singer songwriter movement in the 70s or or. Or even what is death metal exactly? And so, to me, that's part of the fun is 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 talking through these questions, even or especially when we're talking about music that the reader might never listen to on purpose. It might still be fun to spend a couple sentences learning about Cannibal Corpse.
0: <laughs> well, let's just tell people uh, Khalifa Sane, author of uh, major labels, and you and you were a music critic for the New York Times. What six years?
1: So, yeah, for six years in, in the 2000s. And I grew up I grew up as a, as a little punk rocker. That was my thing when I was a kid. I just loved punk rock. And, uh, you know, but punk rock is all about, you know, rebellion and defiance. And so beyond a certain point, I thought, well, what's the best way to rebel against punk rock? And so that kind of led me oh, outward boy. to be obsessed with hip hop or R&B, pop music, even country music in a sense, right? What could be a more radical break with punk rock than country music? And so <laughs> does that mean that for a punk rock Kid country music is actually the most punk form of music. So yeah, I was kind of delighted to spend some time in Nashville and learn this music and learn this history, and really grew to love it. As I say in the book, uh, at my wedding, the first dance was a George Strait song with my wife.
0: Oh my goodness! Well, you, you, uh, let's just tell folks who are wondering about this book. Uh, you say in the, I think in the in the opening, this book isn't meant to tell you what to listen to. It's meant to tell you something about what everyone else. Has been listening to and why, and so yeah. that's a that's a great uh, lead in uh, to to the thing. One of the things you mentioned, I think you close out the rock section with, I think a very astute point, and I, you can put it in your own words. But it's like they don't seem to have moved on. the The favored the the right. artists that were considered the the main man, main women, whatever we still have them i mean the stones are still touring
1: i mean you know yes. it's like uh yes r.i.p. Yeah. charlie watts but yes and it's, <laughs> it's it's amazing how rock and roll has this has has this this link to novelty and to youth. And this is the new thing, but it also ends up being maybe the most stable of these seven major genres I write about. In other words, when you think of a rock band today, it's the same as it's been for 50 years and more. It's a bassist, a guitarist, maybe two, a drummer, maybe a keyboard player. And like, that's it. And if you're someone who loves rock and roll today, that probably means you're into the Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin and the Beatles along with whatever else you're into. Whereas, Ironically, country music changes a lot more, right? Country music, people are always trying to figure out, like, should we have a fiddle? Should we have a string section? Are we using banjos? Is it okay to use an electric guitar? You know, there was a while when drums were banned from the stage of the Grand Ole Opry, right? And now drums are (laughs) part of country music. So ironically, country music, which is always talking and singing about history, is in its way slightly more progressive in a certain way than a genre like rock and roll.
0: And, and you know, uh, Khalifa, we're we're here in Central Illinois, mm-hmm. which uh, one would say is is a country market. Yeah. Uh, there's there's several country stations. The artists that seem to draw the best in in Downstate Illinois are, are, are seem to be country artists. Right, and so it, it is a country area, but it, it seems to be a fascinating thing. I, I I think I pick up on it in the chapter on your book because I'm not a country music fan. Um, and I think there's a lot of people who either you are and if you you're are missing you're out, in. Steve, <laughs> if you are, you're in with both feet. And if you're not, mm. you just never figured it out yet in your chapter. It's fascinating because you, you kind of explore the the whiteness of yeah. of country music. Absolutely. And, and what, what how does that affect you when you when you when you got into that? I mean, don't you think, well,
1: this is just a bunch of racist trash here that. <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, I'm, I'm not white myself. I'm, I'm I'm Black or biracial, and my parents are both from Africa. Um, and I write in the music that to me, because I didn't grow up around it, country music, it was almost like listening to world music, right? Like you discover this kind of music that is somewhat foreign to your own experience, but is beautiful and is amazing. And I'm an immigrant to this country, and I think like many immigrants, I kind of fell in love with America and always wanted to try and figure it out. Like, what's happening down there? What, what what is the story with country music? And so, you know, part of what I found is that obviously American music, like American society, is somewhat segregated by race. You know, you have black genres. For a while, R&B, uh, R&B is called in Billboard magazine, black music. Like that was the name of the chart in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense mathematically as well as culturally. You'll also have white genres. And as I write in the book, you know, that that obviously reflects the way we live. And it's, it's a bittersweet truth of life in America. America. But there's also a lot of beauty and great music to be found in all of those communities. And so, as I say in the book, I've really fallen in love with country music. And one of the things I talk about is how country music singers wrestle with this idea of what is this music supposed to be? Who are we singing to? Who are we singing about? Whose lives do we reflect in our music? And, And there's lots of different answers to that. Tim McGraw, country singer, sings Southern Voice. And his whole idea is that this can be the music of Hank Aaron and hank williams and and you know i think that's a really inspiring vision of one thing that country music can be
0: and yet you also mention, and and this is uh to some extent a little bit of old history but the the saga of the dixie chicks yeah who who ran afoul of being political uh right. at a time and this was not not during the uh trump era but but well before during bush's uh, during, administration during the Bush era.
1: And, yeah. and this year, you, you saw an odd sequel to that where you had Morgan Wallen, arguably the biggest and one of the best, in my opinion, country singers of the moment, is the first artist since the Dixie Chicks to get his songs pulled off of country radio. And in his case, it happens because a video emerges where he says the N-word. So that was the new country controversy. And Morgan Wallen, unlike the Dixie Chicks, never lost his fan base in country music. So even as, even as, the, as some of the radio stations stopped playing him, people kept listening to him. And so- These controversies about who belongs in country music and who's left out of country music, these are important controversies because country music remains an important genre and a community. And like any community, it's defined by inclusion and exclusion, right? You can't have a community without also having some sense that some people are part of it and other people are left out.
0: Well, we're talking talking with Khalifa Sané author of Major Labels, a book about seven genres. And let's just run down the genres. It's rock, rhythm and blues, country, punk, your favorite, uh, hip hop, <laughs> dance, or I should say your your original favorite. Yeah, punk, yeah. Hip hop, dance, and pop. Now, what? how do you carry I know you just have it in the
1: book, but categorize pop for me. Right. Then, that, that sounds like, that. that's a whole volume right there. Yeah, pop is kind of a catch-all category, right? Pop might just mean whatever is popular, right? pop might refer to singers or bands that don't have another genre, right? Like when the Carpenters I write about come up in the 1970s, they're very conscious of the fact that like, we're not a rock and roll band. We're just a pop band. And, and that means we don't get respected, right? Often pop is the category that's not respected. You know, starting in the 80s, you have a whole bunch of artists, you know, Boy George and people in England kind of bragging about the idea of no, we don't want to be rock and roll. Rock and roll is boring now. Pop means what's new, what's fun, what's exciting, right? You can tell a story of the 80s where it's it's more about Cyndi Lauper than Bruce Springsteen, right? And that sense of fun in the music is something that people love. And ironically, that 80s pop sound that seemed, I think, to some people disposable at the time, ends up being something that people keep going back to. And you can hear that now, whether it's Katy Perry or whether it's Doja Cat, you can hear that now with modern artists drawing from that 80s pop sound and being proud to be pop, even if some of them also want to be something else. Justin Bieber gets nominated for Grammys in the pop category. And he says, wait a second, I feel like this album was more R&B. I want to be considered an R&B singer, at least for this album. So artists are always kind of going back and forth about who they want to be considered and how they see themselves, and that's partly because the process of listening to music is the process of figuring out who we are and who we want to be. How do you
0: figure, uh, Khalifa? How do you figure the internet uh, change in music? Because well, you know we we got radio still, but the internet has moved on with YouTube and all these other, you know, Spotify, so forth. So what what's the impact of the internet in, in your in your mind?
1: I think we're still figuring this out, right? Radio stations use genres as a way to broadcast to listeners. Come listen to us. If you want, you know, number one for rock and roll, we're the hip hop station, right? That was a way for radio stations to advertise. Record stores use genres, right? To say, here's where you can find this album. You file it in this category. It's in the R&B section. No, it's in the rock and roll section. On, you know, on streaming music services, things are a little more mixed up and it remains to be seen what, what, impact that has. Although I will say the desire to form into tribes, into communities, it's a very human desire, and maybe it's even a very American desire. So I think however the technology evolves, as long as music is important to us, we will find ways to form musical communities. And, and a genre is just a fancy French word for a musical community.
0: Very good. Well, we're talking with uh, Khalifa Sané, author of Major Labels, a book about music in, in seven different ways. And, and in many of the, did you have a problem sometimes defining which genres to go after? How did you pick those seven?
1: I picked the seven that seemed big, that people seemed to care about, that had an influence in popular music. And I liked that it was a mix of things that people maybe knew and things that maybe people didn't know, right? Most listeners know about the Rolling Stones and Nirvana, although I think I uncovered maybe some stories and some quotes that people haven't heard before and hopefully give people a slightly new way to think about them. But when I'm writing about dance music, right, there's a lot of people who don't know the difference between house music and techno music. They probably maybe don't even know that house music was born in Chicago and techno music was born in Detroit, that these are Midwestern genres that come to be associated, you know, with Europe and with kids going to raves and all this craziness. So part of the fun of this was to tell some stories that people knew and maybe some stories that didn't know that maybe people didn't know and talk about, in my opinion, the seven genres that really impacted mainstream popular music in America over the last half a century.
0: We've talked about country a little bit and, and rock. Uh, hip hop remains um, a fascinating topic. I mean, obviously, you, you could say it's also, um, you know, people either are into it or
1: you're not kind of right. thing. Do, do you think people can dabble in hip hop? Well, you're seeing more dabbling. Right. I write about someone like Post Malone, who's a who's a kind of a pop star and he kind of comes out of hip hop. He's actually got some country influence. He's got some rock influence, you know, by certain metrics. If you look on streaming sites, you can look at the top 50 songs and, you know, more than half of them will have some sort of hip hop influence. You know, for a long time, hip hop meant rapping. Right. And now you have hip hop acts, whether it's Travis Scott or, or someone else who who do kind of hip hop music, but they're sort of singing. So those those boundaries are getting a little fuzzier, even as hip hop remains something that people are invested in. Right. Hip hop is still a flag that people want to wave. The idea of hip hop as an identity, as a culture. And, you know, I, I wanted to tell the story of hip hop to celebrate it, but also to explain to people who don't listen to hip hop. Here's why I think it's so amazing. And here's why it's lasted as long as it has, right? I think in the 80s, it was easy to imagine that this thing where people are kind of basically doing poetry over other people's records, right? That seemed like maybe this was a fad, right? And a lot of the Uh earliest hip-hop records, you have Mel Brooks making hip-hop records and a lot of people (laughs) doing kind of comedy rap. And this thing that seems like a fad turns out to really last. And of course, you know, that's what they said about rock and roll a long time ago as well. Very good.
0: Well, Khalifa... Greta Sane author of major labels
1: and you know
0: I'm wondering first of all and I ask this question of, of most of our guests but uh, what's your next project i mean are you going to delve further or uh, have you have you formed that yet
1: even more major labels yeah i i don't i don't know what could be next How about minor to- labels Could be minor labels. The the thing about music is it always surprises me. Every day, every week, I hear something that kind of reorders my brain a little bit. So I'm excited to hear certainly where popular music goes in the next 50 years, even if I'm not around to chronicle all of them.
0: Well, Khalifa, hey, we thank you so much for your time. And uh, we look forward to to whatever comes next and exploring the world of music. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks so much. I appreciate Uh, it. Take care.